Welcome to the Higher Love Podcast, where I make understanding the spiritual world easy. If you are wanting to connect with your most authentic self, unlock your greatest purpose, and learn unconditional self-love, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Chatel Krentz, self-made entrepreneur, psychic medium, self-love coach, and cat mom to my orange kitty, Winston. As your personal self-love coach, I am dedicated to help you understand how to use the spiritual world to your advantage, enhance your daily life, and raise your vibration to the highest heights. This is a space for you to acknowledge how to become the boss of your life and start loving every ounce of your days. Thank you for tuning in with me today as this new journey begins. Hello, my beautiful loves, and welcome back to the Higher Love Podcast. So this podcast episode is going to be geared all around the signs that you are in need of self-love. Now, self-love looks different towards everybody. However, I don't want you to think that self-love is bubble baths and uh, getting your nails done and pedicures and going on, you know, a shopping spree. Although those can be components of making you happy in the moment, they are not something that's going to long-term make you happy. That's really just like, in the moment I'm feeling sad, so I want to mask whatever I'm going through, so let's go get my nails done so that I can feel better for a half hour. Like, let's face it, when you wake up in the morning after you get your nails done, you're not like, oh, I'm so happy I have acrylic nails or gel nails on my nails. Um, little secret for you, I actually hate getting my nails done. I do not like it when my regular nails are ruined that way, so that doesn't even make me feel good. I really enjoy pedicures, but I don't get them often just because uh, I am aware that spending money on pedicure for pedicures for me, I would rather go on a date with my hubby or do something else that um, is going to make me long-term happy. So that's what we're going to be focusing on today, the signs that you might be needing uh, a facelift with your self-love journey. Um, I will explain my self-love journey first before I get into the signs, but so when before I started my self-love journey, I really didn't I was I was so lost. I was so confused on how I was supposed to live my everyday life. I heard of things like a workout routine and a morning routine and a nighttime routine and I had no idea what the fuck that was. Like I didn't, what was like a night routine, a morning routine? What do you do? Like, I, I hate the morning. I'm like, what do you do when you wake up at five or six o'clock in the morning? I heard that's like the best time to be awake to is like 5 a.m. And I'm like, ew, like, <laughs> what does one do at five o'clock in the morning? You would have so much time on your hands. I, I was legitimately like, why? <laughs> like, why would you want to do that? I had an idea of what like a workout routine was, but it's nothing that I could ever stick with. And honestly, the type of workouts that I was doing, I was running for miles a day. I'm not a runner. I never was a runner. Like I'm an athlete. Well, I'm not an athlete anymore, but I was an athlete for about 10 to 15 years of my life. And so I was so used to doing other things. Like I was a cheerleader, for example. So we would do a lot of 
like tumbling and jumping in our routine over and over and over. But as far as like lifting weights, like I lift girls, like I, I was a baser. As far as like going to the gym and running on a treadmill, I'm like, oh, that sounds boring. So I was really confused on like how to take care of myself and what that even meant. And all I knew is that if you ate broccoli and chicken, you would lose weight. But who the hell wants to eat broccoli and chicken for the rest of their life all day, every day? So I was really confused up until I started to do my own research on what self-love really meant and what that routine meant. So I'm going to talk about the signs that you can look out for yourself that you are in need of. Um, The biggest sign to me that I needed a whole uplift on or a facelift on my self-love journey was that I was not satisfied with my current reality. I hated my current reality. I didn't know what the hell I was doing like I shared before. I just wasn't sure exactly where to go. Um, I hated waking up in the morning. Literally, I can't even think about doing this now, but I, I think so much differently now. But when I would work at a nine to five, you know, I would start work at nine, but my one job was actually 45 minutes away. So I would have to leave no later than like eight ten. So that means that I would have to get up at about 630 in the morning. I gave myself just the amount of time to get up, get ready, get my, get my clothes on, get my lunch in my bag and make it out the door for that 45 minute drive. And I was just in a rush. I had no time for a peaceful sound moment at all. So I just rushed out the door, went to work, felt chaotic at work, went home. And by the time that I got home, it was time for dinner and I had to go to sleep. So I had no time. I had no routine that was satisfying towards my own needs. So that is your number one sign. That's number one on this list is you are not satisfied with your current reality. Uh, There's different ways that you can be satisfied with your current reality. Uh, It just really depends on the person. But I knew that I didn't like my current reality because of my nine to five. Now for me, um, I knew that I needed to leave my nine to five to be satisfied with my current reality. You do not need to leave your nine to five to be satisfied. It's really just with whatever you feel is best for you. Uh, But we'll get into that in a whole nother episode. This is just the signs. So I don't want to get too much into it. So um, yes, so number one, you are not satisfied with your current reality. Number two, you are judging yourself for how you feel. So say you went to college and you got a degree and you got a nine to five within that college degree and then you hated that nine to five. <clears throat> I'm speaking about me, okay? <laughs> um, so say that's you though. Say that's your current reality right now. You went to college, you got a job within your degree and now you hate your degree. Say you are judging yourself. You are feeling so guilty. Say that your parents helped you or maybe not even your parents. Maybe you uh, had a bunch of scholarships or you paid out of your own pocket and now you were like, oh, I can't leave. I worked too hard for this degree. I worked too hard 
to come this far to not stick with it. That judgment has got to go. Okay, honey, it's got to go. You cannot have a full self-love healing experience with your self-judgment. Or say you feel guilty because you um, are in a relationship and you just know that relationship is not for you anymore and you're just really feeling like it's just not for you and you're just like, I just know that this relationship isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. It's not for me. It's not where I'm supposed to be going and you feel guilty because you don't want to break that person's heart. You cannot stay with that person that you don't want to be with just to not break their heart. Because let me tell you, you are hurting them more than you are helping the situation by staying with someone that you don't want to be with. So for, so if you are judging yourself for whatever feelings that you are feeling, or maybe you feel so anxious and, and you, you're struggling with depression and anxiety and all of that, and you're like, I'm good. My life is so satisfied. My life is great. I have nothing to be depressed over. I have nothing to be sad over. And you are trying to understand why you are so sad and depressed and you're just feeling guilty and you're judging yourself about that. That's also has to go. If you don't understand why these negative feelings are coming about and you're turning them into judgmental feelings, that's a great place to start of uh, of going through your healing self-love journey because you will never be able to move on, to move forward if you don't understand that judging gets you absolutely nowhere. It's like a dog chasing its own tail. Like that's exactly what you're doing when you're judging yourself. You're just t- chasing your own tail and you're not really getting yourself anywhere. I mean, it's so hard and it's taken me a very long time to like change my thinking when I do judge myself. I still catch myself. It's just, it's like embedded in us, right? Especially as a female, it's like embedded in us. Or if you're a male and you're maybe you're uh, more sensitive than you're supposed to be, quote unquote, right? You don't fit the stand the standards of a, a manly man, right? And you feel like you're insecure because you're just like, oh, I'm not manly enough for this. I'm not manly for enough for that. When you go through these yucky self-judgment moments, it's just it's just that. It's yucky. You can't allow that type of judgment with inside of yourself take over. Um, it's so limiting and you're not going to be able to manifest the life that you're truly wanting to live if you don't understand why you are having self-judgment. So that's a really good place to start with your self-loving with your self-love journey. It's just really figuring out what you're judging yourself for, why you're judging yourself for, and how can you go about it differently. But that is um, sign number two, is you are judging yourself for how you're feeling. That is sign number two. Sign number three, this is a huge one. You're feeling burnt out. Just like I was talking about when I was going to my nine to five and I had no time for me, I felt so burnt out. I was pouring from an empty cup. I was giving droplets left. I was giving everybody else everything that was in my cup, all my liquid that was in my cup, and I only left myself little tiny droplets. What does that leave me? I'm lethargic. I'm thirsty. I'm I'm um I'm super thirsty. I can't think of the word of being super thirsty right now. Not thar- starving, but I might be um, 
just exhausted, drained. Um, my throat is dry. My thinking is dry. I just can't think straight. I might want to go to bed really early. I am burnt out. I cannot even think straight. I can't even think for myself, let alone do something for myself. And when we get to that point, when we are at full burnout, we're not doing ourselves any favor. We are not doing ourselves any good. We think that the harder we work, the more money we make and the better we will be and blah, 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 because of all that bullshit that we are told when we were growing up. All of that is a lie. You don't have to work hard to feel like you are worthy of this or that, the other thing. You can work hard in different ways. Like me, for example, I do not work 40 hours sitting in a desk like I used to, but I still have money to pay my bills and more. I still have the ability to do what I want, and I'm still worthy of living a life that I want to live. But for the longest time, I didn't believe that. I thought that I had to work nine to five, 40 hours a week and do what everybody else is doing and do what my parents did because that's what I was taught. And once I was able to understand that that led me to burnt out, that led me to straight burnout. I mean, I was burnt out of my nine to fives. My first nine to five, I worked there for a little under a year. And my second nine to five, I was, I was there uh, for six months exactly. I left the six month mark exactly. And I can tell you that within maybe two months, I was already burnt out there. Maybe, maybe even a little bit less. Like I was so burnt out there. So listening to my body and realizing like that type of environment makes me feel so much more weak, makes me feel so much more um, out of control over my own body and my own actions and myself and just makes me feel just horrible, insecure, depressed, anxiety, like anxious, all these yucky feelings that I didn't want to feel anymore. It all led to burnout and I am not trying to be burnt. I mean, the first mind to five that I ever had, I was 24 years old. I am not trying to be burnt out as 24 years old. I mean, that is just mind boggling to me. Like, boof mind-boggling like what and then the second nine-to-five job I was 26 I don't want to be burnt out at 26 years old either would uh, do you want to be like that doesn't seem like something that I am wanting to do I definitely am not interested in that and I think like our parents accepted that type of behavior and our parents accepted that type of way of living So they think that it's okay for us, but 100% is not okay. So that is sign number three. You are feeling burnt out. Sign number four. You're feeling like you're going through the motions of life. So if you have ever felt like you're just going through the motions of life, that is a sign that you are needing some spice in your life, right? And we all know this feeling of feeling a lot more robotic than we ever want to admit to. I do remember feeling like this. Um, It was a time in my life where I didn't feel like I had much support, much of anything. And I just felt like every single day was the same. Every single day was monotonous. Every single day looked Like I had a different outfit on, but it was just the same boring, monotonous type of behavior. 
And I never want to feel that way again. And I think that's why it's so important to me that I don't work a nine to five because I can't handle that type of schedule of being so in the mundane life and just living the same every single day. Like I think about the office that I used to have. I don't know why like offices do this, but it's traditionally like a creamy gray color, very monotone, very dull, very muted, um, very cold feeling. Like, I don't know anybody who can work in that type of environment. Like, you would think that if you would want people to sit at the same place for a long period of time and not go crazy, you would want some colorfulness to life and you would want some color um, around and maybe some bright pictures, maybe people that are smiling and like maybe like framed pictures of flowers. I don't know. Something other than just a muted looking like it was the first place that I was working at. Had, I had my own office, so I was able to like kind of make it my own. Um, not in the most way that I wanted to, but a little bit. But the second place that I worked into you literally walked in to a whole bunch of cubicles and the only space that you had was this little tiny cubicle. I mean, I don't even know how people think that would be okay. How on earth do like the society think that's going to be okay? So of course it's so easy to feel like you're going through the motions when you're waking up in the morning, you're putting on a new outfit, you're going to the same place that's so muted, you're sitting at the same desk and you're doing the same job that you don't really give two shits about, right? You're just working for someone else. And that is boring and you deserve to live such a better life than that. You deserve to live such a better uh you, uh, d- uh, such a better way of living. You you deserve to have an office outside where you can breathe fresh air. And when it's hot as fuck outside, you don't have to stay in air conditioning all day. You deserve that when it's a beautiful uh, snowstorm outside. Not that snowstorms are beautiful, but like, you know what I mean? Like when it's like the first snowfall, so crisp. Not to just walk in with your muddy boots, but to go outside and make a snow angel at two o'clock in the afternoon instead of sitting at some freaking office hating your life. Like, I have want nothing to do with a cubicle and uh, the, I swear to God, if I ever have any type of office because I have employees, it will not be muted with colors. Oh my God. It just, it literally makes you feel like you don't even have, um, you don't even have like uh, a personality. It literally makes you feel like nobody has a freaking personality. So if you feel like you are just going through the motions of life, that is a huge sign that you um, like I've actually heard that some people uh, will like go to sleep on August 1st, let's say August 1st, and then they wake up at some in September 1st and they don't even know that whole month has passed. And that is terrifying. Nobody deserves to live that type of life. So that is step number four or step number four, sign number four, that you are uh, feeling like you're going through the motions of life. Like that's not fair and that's no life to live. Sign number five is that you are having overwhelming anxiety. 
And overwhelming anxiety, I'm like, I'm talking about like you are shaking in your boots when you want to go talk to your boss or someone else or you're coming home and you're just feeling like such overwhelming amount of fear coming home and having to take care of your laundry or you're avoiding things like again that is no way to live this is not this is your life to be in control of this is your life to take um, full control over and stand on your two feet on the ground and say I'm gonna live however I want whatever that looks like for you and if you have only like one, uh, like one, um, what's it called? If you only have one vision of the way that your life is supposed to be, like my only vision was that I was going to go to school, go to college, get my master's degree, graduate with my, um, with my social work degree, get my social work license, and then get an office and work as a therapist. You have got to open up your eyes to see more things. Because when you are so specific about something like that, especially that far in the future, there's going to be different things that you're not expecting that are going to come your way. And it's going to throw you right off your path. And it's going to give you a whole bunch of anxiety because you're just going to be like, oh my God, I'm not in control of this. I'm not in control of that. Sound familiar? (laughs) Does this sound familiar? Because I know that this is something that a lot of you are struggling with because I struggle with it too. And it's honestly human nature to go through this, but we have to be the ones who take care of it. We have to be the ones who recognizes these signs that our self-love routine needs a facelift, that our self-love routine needs some more loving. Nobody is going, like, when you allow yourself to get into a depression episode and now all of a sudden you've been in your bed for, you know, the last three weeks or whatever it is, you have to be the one that catches yourself out of, or catches yourself in that routine of your depression and gets yourself out of it. No one is coming. No one is coming to push you. No one is coming to turn the TV off for you. No one is coming to tell you to eat healthy and exercise. No one is coming to write up that business plan that you've always wanted to create. And no one is coming to tell you exactly what you need to do to go after to chase your dreams. It is up to you. It is so important that you understand and you catch yourself before it's too late before you are in such a deep hole that you you can't get yourself out of. And I am here to tell you that you 100% have control over that. You 100% have control over getting yourself out of this weak, depressed, anxiety state of mind. And you 100% can get back on your feet and start all over again and do exactly what you know how to do best and start living the life of your dreams. And if you never have done that before, then this is going to be the start of your new beginning. So I hope that was good. I hope that you enjoyed that. And if you feel any of these signs, just know 
that that is a sign that your self-love journey needs a facelift. I love you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a fantastic week. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today while you connect more with your authentic self and raise your vibration. I am so excited to connect further with you and to continue to make understanding the spiritual world easy. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star review as it helps me continue to keep sharing with you. If you would like to connect with me even further on social media, find me on Facebook or Instagram at Higher Love Index. Remember, you are amazing and right where you are supposed to be. Catch you later, love.